From Outside's Healthy Living Group, this is HLG's Talk Healthy Today podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Davis. Hi, it's Lisa Davis. Please don't skip this very important announcement. I will keep it brief. Talk Healthy Today is ending in the next two months or so. So you can come back, check the shows. But the good news is you can get all the same great content and even more at Health Power. Now, Health Power was formerly Naturally Savvy. Now it is called Health Power, and there are over a thousand episodes. So please go now or go when it's convenient, but don't forget go where you get your podcasts, go find Health Power, and hit subscribe. I really hope you'll come with me. I love this audience. I've heard from so many of you. I love what I've been doing here, and I'm going to just continue all this great work over at Health Power. Also, if you want more information, go to lisadavismph.com. Okay, thanks so much. Can't wait to see you over at Health Power. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Talk Healthy today. I used to do a podcast with David Pollack called Beauty Inside Out, and I love to talk about what we put on our skin, what we put in our bodies, and it is so very important. And so we've got the wonderful Chris Gibson today. He is a skincare expert, holistic health coach, author, and host. He is the best-selling author of the acclaimed book, Acne Free in Three Days. That's incredible. He has a very successful YouTube channel, and he is awesome. And he joins us now. Hello there, Chris. Welcome to the show. Happy to be here. (laughs) I love talking about skin. When did you first get interested? Was it because of your own experience with with acne? I know you... Yep, a long time ago. And uh, it was... uh, I was 11 when I started getting breakouts, Just. Not, I guess it's not as uncommon today with the sugary diets that we have. But for me, it was a problem. And in my family, um, the people that had had acne issues had scarring. So, of course, the dermatologist was right on the first li- of the list to um, to try to help with that. So I did start really early. It didn't go away like everybody said it would. I still had it in my, my early 20s, and that's when I started really digging into why is the stuff not working? I took Accutane when it first came out. I did all these things and I was still having breakouts. So it forced me, you know, no internet in the eighties. Um, to, so I had to go to the library, look things up and I, I went to an herbalist. That's how it really kind of started, which put me on to checking out the diet. Then I went on a fast and took everything out of my diet and it subsided. So I was like, okay, so there's, there's something to do with this. Long story short, I figured some things out with product ingredients, got trained in holistic skin and nutrition. So holistic esthetician. Oh, um, nice. So, and, and the landscape for that has changed a whole lot with, and I'm sure we'll talk about that. I mean, there's, it's an evolving process where we now have devices that you can use in the home that you used to have to go to a licensed esthetician to have done or a doctor. So, the landscape has, like I said, it's really changed. Development of topical products that um, have come a long way since the, then, especially for anti-aging. Retinols. I know there's different ones. The one that's been like magic for both me and my daughter has been Skin Harmonics. Mm-hmm. And it's a medical grade retinaldehyde, which I'd love for you to tell us about retinaldehyde. And my daughter has, it's so hard, acneic, dry, sensitive irritated like the whole thing now she looks like a regular teenager who just has some pimples here and there i mean this and we've been both been using it for five months and it's dramatic 
And for me, I used to have pores that were so big on my nose. And now they're, you know, they're still there, but they're much smaller. Let's talk about retinols. First of all, what are retinols? And then if you can kind of jump into the different types and why retinaldehyde, apparently for me and my daughter seem to be a flipping miracle. Yeah, it's, it's, it starts with, it's all a family. Well, retinoids is the name for all of these. So that's the, if you want to do, they all fall into a retinoid. Um, there's tretinoin, which is the prescription version we all know as Retin-A. It's very strong. Um, it usually takes some getting used to. You need to be under the care of a dermatologist uh, so that they can get the strength right for you because it's different for different people. It will work over time. Very powerful. It can even help with crepey eyelids, droopy eyelid skin if you get into the using it really? soon enough. Yes, because what it does is it reverses sun damage in the cells, the cells have DNA damage from the sun and it helps even prescription strength helps reduce the risk of skin cancer cells. So it actually can help slough those off. Well, do people use it for both anti-aging and acne? Yeah. Adipoline is the, the acne version of it. They all have similar functionality that different strengths and different um, usually formulations what they're mixed with because retinol doesn't work well with everything. Um, but let's talk, let's let's break it down because you brought up a good thing about retinol high. The reason that retinols, and we'll start with, there's tretinoin prescription, then there's over-the-counter retinol that you get from like Olay or uh, CeraVe. Or, I like CeraVe's resurfacing lotions. Their serum is a really good one. Um, and the strengths vary. Um, usually they'll put max on there for the stronger versions. The percentages kind of differ too, also depending on what they're mixed with. Like the CeraVe is mixed with ceramides. Obviously, that's their what's that's the keystone of their whole line. Um, but Olay might be mixed with niacinamide and hyaluronic acid, so it may be a little more potent in the short term. Where it's different than retinaldehyde is that a retinol goes on your skin, whether it's tretinoin or drugstore, and it has to convert into retinaldehyde then the retinaldehyde converts into retinoic acid, which is actually what works down in the skin cells to make the difference. So we're talking about retinoic acid, basically, but the delivery process is different. Retinaldehydes, which is is kind of a newer approach. It's not new, new, but it's more of a focus now because people are getting better results without the irritation and downtime or acclimation period is what we usually like to call that redness, dryness, that stuff first is that you're missing one of those changes, those conversions, which means your skin's a lot less sensitive to it. It stays more potent for an over-the-counter product. The visible effects, and you and I were talking about this before we got on here, can be as dramatic as tretinoin for people um, without the tretinoin prescription and the irritation that could go, a dryness that goes along with that because you've got retinaldehyde going right into retinoic acid on this gets one conversion. So it works really well for a lot of people. I make jokes. We have retinol with an O, retinol with an A. Uh, but usually let's say retinaldehyde. There are a lot of brands out there that um, are focused in that way uh, and know how to mix that product along with the other ingredients so that you don't get irritation. So that's basically it. There is You don't put – retinoic acid would degrade before you could get it in – the skin you can't like well why can't you know people are like, why can't we just get retinoic acid well it needs to be in this other form in order to be absorbed and then convert and do where the skin cells can use it so it's a very powerful i you know i tell people you need 
only a handful of things you absolutely have to have in a routine. One is definitely vitamin C serums if you can tolerate them. And I have a video coming out today on alternatives to vitamin C, like niacinamide, things like that, if you really can't tolerate them. Um, peptides, which are amino acids, both internally as a supplementary and then also topical. This is not topical collagen because it won't, you can't absorb that. But the amino acids help the skin cells get what they need as we produce less of it. And then also a retinol moisturizer, retinaldehyde to help speed up that cellular turnover, get rid of those issues that happen with skin, and then also sunscreen. <laughs> so that's really, if you just did that, starting in your 20s or 30s or wherever you are, if you just do that, you're going to improve your skin a whole whole lot by doing that. You'd mentioned adapalene, which is indifferent. And I did that for my daughter and she had the like eight to 12 weeks where everything got worse and then it got better. The problem is after a couple of years of using, at least for her, and I'm not, I mean, different was like a godsend, but for her, it just didn't work as well. And yeah, I found well, that the retinaldehyde, there wasn't as much purging, but probably because she had been doing using different yeah. for a couple of years first. And also, it just didn't leave the dryness or the redness. So that's why I love using yeah, skin harmonics. Is, it helped. It, the reason they prescribed that or did, now you go over the counter, um, is because it helped dry up the acne too. So the process is similar, but the outcome is a little bit different. And you can't get used to stuff. Your skin can't get acclimated. I mean, that's a big thing. Whereas if you're putting on retinaldehyde, which is going right to retinoic acid, your skin's going to use what it needs without having all that other stuff go on, you know. And then you may be sensitive to the other ingredients in a formula. It may not even be the retinol. You may have, there may be alcohol in that formula. There may be uh, some some ingredient that you don't, your skin just doesn't like, doesn't get along with. Everybody is different, um, you know. So, and we see that with brands like The Ordinary that have gram-active retin. You know, they have that, the whole, the whole little range there um, from strong to, to retinol the hide and uh but usually usually retinol the hide works for a lot of people's sensitive skin especially if you're fair complected so again though you gotta you gotta watch the sun you gotta use sunscreen with retinol because you're 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 helping your skin turn over cells much faster than it normally would which is part of the protection that our skin has against uva uvb damage I noticed that you recently did a feature in USA Today, seven freaky chemicals in your skincare products and how to avoid them. You know, here on the show, because it's a health show, I, I like to, and I mentioned at the beginning, I don't want people putting crap on their skin or right. you know in their body. And I find with a lot of mainstream formulas, it seems like they're kind of coming along. Okay, we'll take the parabens out, but they still have pegs and glycols and all, and there's still yeah. a lot of crap in it. So yeah. what what are some of those seven? Um, the, the, well, there, there's more than even any, oh, yes, there <laughs> there's is. more than seven now. Um, you know, when I did that, uh, the first time around, yeah, parabens, pithylates, uh, sodium lauryl sulfate, sulfates were a problem because they dry your skin out, alcohol, denatured alcohol, fragrance, because we don't usually know what's in it. The FDA doesn't make them tell you unless they want to tell you it's organic. I include in that now. Things like essential oils, making sure that you know, you know, you buy 100% essential oil, it's usually too strong for your skin. You need to cut it or dilute it with olive oil or some other type of, but and some people are just sensitive to those oils and, you know, <clears throat> they sound healthy. 
in, an, in a, a product. So I tell everybody the denatured alcohol is a real problem if you see it uh, because it does dry the skin out for a lot of people. And that is not alcohol esters. Alcohol esters are fatty lipids. That's what they are. And I, they use the word alcohol, but they help products stay congealed. They also help hydrate, which sounds weird that an alcohol would hydrate, but those are good alcohols. So I try to, uh, you know, we know parabens, we know uh, octanoxate, you know, benzene, all of those things that are in some of this, well, the benzene thing was a big deal this summer, but um, because that's just poisonous. But your sunscreen chemicals, um, that we've seen a pullback on those fine leaves because they were having impacts in the oceans on ocean marine life and, you know, human life too. Because <laughs> uh, yes. they can disrupt hormones. Um, so, you know, oxybenzone, octanoxate. Uh, avobenzone has been tested and hasn't shown to be a problem. But to me, anything that has benzene zone or anything that's in it, I'm like, mm. Well, you know, I want to talk a, a bit about your book, Acne Free in Three Days. The book's been out for a long time. It's was out. It's been out now seventeen years. Oh wow! Um, and basically, what it was just the story of what I went through. It was not me trying to cure anything for anybody. It was <clears throat> talking about what I told you, like how I, I suffered with it. And keep in mind, it came out in two thousand and four, and the internet was not near what it is now. True. Uh, with information. Um, so there was a lot of people trying to figure this out or a lot of people having issues with adult onset, onset acne, which is tied to sugar in the diet and dairy products for a lot of women, especially. Um, so and probiotics, you know, too much, you know, if you remember the two thousands, that's when MRSA appeared and all that stuff where people have been. Oh, you mean antibiotics? Antibiotics have been, but probiotics to help reset all of that too to replace your, your gut bacteria. So basically the premise of it is I tried everything. I learned from trial and error that sugar was affecting me. I caught myself having flare ups after I would eat something sweet very quickly. Um, when I went on herbs, I noticed that they made a different, made it worse. So I knew if it's something was triggering it, there must be. So I went on food vacation for three days. For those who must know, it's called Edgar Casey apple fast. It's been around forever since the forties. So apples and water for three days. So lots of fiber and water, colonic to get, you know, everything moving and cleaned out. And I had no acne by the third day. Not only did I not have the acne, the whites of my eyes were super white. I didn't have any of the marks that usually were left behind. It took forever to heal. Um, so I wrote about that process. Uh, and, you know, now we have all sorts of fiber-based products you can use to do the same thing. Um, to kind of do detox, as they like to call it. It's not really a detox, although I guess it, it, in a way it is. It really just gives your body a chance to heal itself. So I'm a big believer in fasting. I do intermittent fasting uh, myself now, which I think helps. You know, they've proven that does slow down the aging process. So I have a lot of little tiny things I do very consistently, day in and day out, that I think makes the biggest difference for me. But the book, that's basically what it was about. It's acting focused, um, has a lot to do about diet and probiotics and antibiotics. And it has a lot to do with 
the fasting that I did. I just basically what I went through and what I did and it worked and it worked for a lot of people. Enough so that it got me on television. Yeah, I saw your reel. It's very impressive. Seven, yeah. I was I did TV for six years, uh, traveling around the country talking about that. And it was funny because childhood obesity became a focus, which was tied to that. So I ended up talking about that, the whole MRSA thing with the antibiotic use that was out of control. Um, I talked about that. Uh, my mom had diverticulitis, and they had to put her on antibiotics and probiotics at the same time. So it was like the perfect time for me to be out there with this sort of stuff yeah. Um, to help people out. And the book still sells. I don't, I, you can get it free on my website. If you go to chrisgibsonlive.com and go to books, I have the ebook versions all free oh, for, that's that, so for nice. that book. So, yeah. So I'm going to be doing a new book on, on anti-aging soon because oh, the subscribers on YouTube want one. <laughs> that's why I'm going to do it because writing a book is hard. Um, but I have all the videos and, and they're right. I could take most of the videos that I've done and turn them into chapters. So I think I will probably do that next year. Um, this coming year, put that together. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet, but. That's exciting. That, now, what is it about skincare that excites you? Or I, I'll tell you, I think personally, the, the ability for my, my body and other people to respond to what we do if we're consistent is fascinating to me that I can take care of myself through diet and fitness and feel the way I do. And when I don't do it, I know what it feels. So tell me, I know what it feels like to feel like in your fifties. Cause when I don't do it for a while, I start to feel that way. So I think it's the whole, for me, it's probably, the fact that I can I can have an impact on myself that way. I think that's for anybody in the fitness community. I think that's always been a big part of it for them. Um, I want to be able to walk around when I'm 80. I don't want to be pushed around. So I take very good care of my legs. I try to make sure I work them out and keep the strength. Um, I'm not trying to rebuild anything or go back, even though I have to use some of that terminology in the videos because that's what the industry has lopped over on people. So if I don't say roll back the years, I hear you. you know, they may not, they may not get it, but they'll get in the video and get it. You know, what we're trying to do is the healthiest version of you. You can biologically roll back physio- physiological years in your health. That's easy to prove. They do it all the time. The hard part's being consistent. So I think, yeah, me, and then helping people, of course, you know, I, the, right now having these folks, it was always that for the acne people. Cause I know what that felt like. I don't know what it feels like too much to be in poor health because I'm not or have a lot of skin issues, which I don't. But my mother did have those things. So I have it from that perspective. And I also know that um, it's confusing. Skincare is confusing. It is confusing. You know, even if you've been doing it a while, sometimes I'm not there. Go, I'm going, wait a minute. What? <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's really confusing and it's expensive and, um, you know, I just try to help people prevent things. It's easier to do it that way. But there are some things you can do to reverse things. So I, I think it's all of those components. But for me personally, why I do it for me, what the drive is, is I feel good. I like how I look. And when I start to tilt the other way, just like everybody, I go, mm. <laughs> time to get time to get back at it. You know, because I will be testing products and I'll like, 
get out of my regular routine and then I won't go right back into it. I'm like, I need to get back into my, my stuff. You know, I need to get back to doing my, my weekly products, you know, so I, which really helped me this last time after a summer of testing out all sorts of things, I did skincare videos of me doing my routine, which helped me get back into my routine on a consistent basis. Consistency is everything with this stuff. Oh, definitely. Well, what is your routine? Well, first, let's just go real quickly. Face wash is very important. If you have oily skin, uh, you need a, a foaming face wash, a clarifying face wash that should take the that off without overstripping the oil because you're going to produce more oil and have more breakouts and that sort of issue. So you want a, a skin cleanser that's going to leave your skin feeling fresh and hydrated, not squeaky clean and tight. If it's squeaky, clean, and tight, too much oil has been removed and your pH is off. So you want to change to a lighter, more gentle face wash, and there's millions of them out there. I talk about Aveeno has a good one based on oatmeal. You have Simple's Kind to Skin, which is a really good glycerin. The main ingredients you want to look for in face wash glycerin, um, sorbitol, which, yes, that's an, an artificial sweetener, but it's a really great skincare product to remove uh, oil, dirt, and bacteria without overstripping. Um, you know, and then if you have normal to dry skin, uh, then you want to use a creamy, it can be a foaming face wash, but it needs to be a creamy style. Usually have something like borage oil in it, olive, olivate or olive oil. in. it's going to be super hydrating. Have some ceramide. It's going to leave your skin again, refreshed and hydrated. So it should never feel squeaky, clean or tight. Then of course your vitamin C serum or some sort of serum that helps exfoliate the skin. Um, I have again a video coming out today on vitamin C alternatives like niacinamide, uh, Indian ginseng, uh, alpha arbutin. Uh, those can replace it if you're too sensitive to it. Uh, peptides. I love the Incubus peptides with Matrixyl 3000, which is just a proprietary blend of peptides um, to help get those amino acids back on the skin because we produce less of them. And also internally, I take collagen peptides because I tested that myself and saw the results myself. So I'm like, oh, you know, I did the eight-week test. And then um, the type of moisturizer that's right for you, if you have super dry skin, you want a ceramide moisturizer. If you have normal skin like I do, sometimes oily, sometimes dry, uh, something like, uh, you know, Olay's Hydro Boost, which is a hyaluronic acid-based moisturizer. The issue with using hyaluronic acid serums is if you live in a dry climate, they will take moisture out of your skin because that's what hyaluronic acid is a salt. That's what it does. It accumulates moisture a thousand times its weight or so, they say, <laughs> but it does do that. So a lot of times people dislike it because they use a serum and they live in the desert Southwest or somewhere where it's winter and it's very dry and they all of a sudden they have these really dry skin issues. So you want it mixed in a water gel cream with glycerin, maybe dimethicone. If you're not sensitive to silicones, that's very helpful. And ceramides. So I always just recommend a water cream. moisturizer. But the one that I use is actually made for extra dry skin by Neutrogena, but there are a lot of them out there. Um, if you have super, super dry skin, you need, after that, a night cream like CeraVe's Night Moisturizing Cream is full of ceramides because we want to build that lipid barrier. So there's moisture loss. But there's also a lipid barrier that protects your skin from irritants and toxins, like when you touch your face. We all do that a million times a day. Um, environmental stuff in the air. Ceramides also help protect you to some degree from sun damage. And then, of course, your retinol. Um, you know, 
not to mimic Mr. or Dr. Yoon, but he's absolutely right. That is probably the, that is the only topical we have that can do what it does. Retinaldehyde, that retinoic acid is the only thing we still have that you can place on your skin that can make a super dramatic difference in the amount of collagen you produce, the amount of sun damage it can help undo, the speeding up of cellular turnover, and actually lifting out lines. It does that. But, I mean, it takes time, but it does that. So that's that's super important. You know, it's funny because I feel like what's happened with me, and it's been a full Actually, four, I think it's been a full five months or about five months. And like I said, I notice my pores are tighter. My skin is super clear, although I don't tend to break out anymore, but I used to. Certain light, my skin, you can still see the little lines, but then another light, you don't even see them. But I, I feel like it's going to take more time, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah Especially because yeah. I had a lot of sun damage when I was, you know, stupid and young. We all, we all did that. The only reason I knew different is just because I knew because I dug into stuff and had those issues. So all my friends who made fun of me for taking too long back in the day, um, are like, I wish I, I wish I had done that. <laughs> oh, they all <laughs> that started in my forties. <laughs> that started when I, when I turned 38 and I was going back to visit and I went to some reunions. That's when people started to notice. That's when I started to notice the difference because, you know, I, I didn't think about it. And, um, and I said, when I turn 50, it's going to become a real problem. And, and then when I talked about it on the channel the first time this summer, I just had not hidden my age from it. I just didn't have a reason to mention it. But in this one video, I was talking about skincare for the neck. I talked about why I don't have that stuff on my chest or that, that what is that? What some people get, it looks like crepe paper kind yeah, of. Yeah, crepey skin. Yeah, I don't have that. And I said, well, it's because I started wearing sunscreen at like 20. Um, didn't do it too much as a teenager. I mean, I went to the beach and got brown as they used to call me the little brown berry in the family. So I, I did that, but I didn't do it to tan. I just did. I just outside. I lived, I grew up in Texas. You know, I grew up in Dallas, so it's, it's sunny and hot most of the year, but I learned to start using it. And I just, it was part of my routine that in this, that in the alpha hydroxy glycolic acid, so I started cellular turnover in my 20s, and I started using sunscreen in my 20s, and I already knew about diet, you know, because if I started busting it out on sugar, I'd start getting bumps. Well, you know a lot, Chris. I mean, this has been so much fun. I, Like I said, I love talking about skincare. Is there anything that you wanted to add today? Yeah, I just said it's never too late to start, and you can you can get improvement. Now, whether you get enough improvement that you don't feel like you need more, you won't know that till you do these things. For a lot of people, they improve it enough. They're like, you know, I look all right for 45 or 55 or wherever. That I look better. I feel better. I don't want to do anything else. But if you do these things, again, even a plastic surgery is not going to change the texture or the look of the outside of your skin. You're going to have to do some things like you know, glycolic acid and peptides. You're going to have to do some things for your skin in order for the surface of it to look different. It can look tighter, but you can still have age spots. It just won't be here anymore. It'll be up here. They'll still be there. It's like, didn't your age spots used to be a little lower? What's what's going on? Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, and then if you have something specific that bothers you, address it. You know, if, if it, because the one thing, you know, if it's a mole or a ward or a cherry angioma or a spider vein or something that's really drives you crazy and it makes you feel old (laughs) 
it makes the other things that you're not, it makes you unhappy with other things on your skin. And sometimes if you just go get that one little area taken care of, makes a varicose vein. I don't, I tell people judge how you feel after that. If it makes a huge difference in your self-esteem, then you know that this is a route for you to take over time. You don't have to get it all done at once. You know, that's, that's expensive and there's downtime. So I always say, take it slow, pick something out and tell your dermatologist. I have, maybe it's broken blood vessels. I don't like those. Uh, T. langectasias. I want to have them removed. Wait, what was that uh, word? T. langectasia is what the actual name for a spider vein is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I don't like them either. And so I think that's an appropriate name. Yes. <laughs> It should have a couple of F's in there, but it doesn't. T. langectasia, and what spider veins are not—they're—they're—they're they're, they're not broken blood vessels. What happens is if we get inflammation, the skin creates more of these little capillaries, and as we get older and our skin gets a thinner, we can see them. So the trick to not getting them is to not irritate your skin through sunburns or putting lemon juice on your face or using skincare products which is good. I just thought of that because I want to talk about that real quick. Sure. Making sure that you're not using something on your skin that's causing constant irritation. You want to test any new product. And I don't care if you change brands and you've used something similar on the inside of your elbow and use it like you would use it on your face. It's supposed to stay on, leave it on, stays on, it comes off after two hours or a face mask. Always test because you want the rash here. You don't want it on your face. Because that irritation can cause those spider veins, and it can also cause hyperpigmentation, especially when we get older and the skin tries to respond to repair itself. That's why as you get older, when you get a cut or a a scrape, it leaves a dark mark behind where it didn't do that in your 20s. It's just your skin's using its ability to heal and protect itself. It doesn't have as much collagen to work with anymore, so it works with what it's got, which is melanin, which is a very tough... Yeah, tough substance in the skin is going to protect you. That's why people, at certain point, people that are big time tanners living in Florida by the beaches, I know a few. You could put them in a freezer in the dark for six years, and their skin would never go back to its normal color. It's just they're going to be that dark color for the rest of their days, no matter what they do, because that the skin's protecting itself. So don't get mad at your skin, um, but like I said, it, don't sit back and let something bother you. No, I agree. And I just, again, I'm a huge fan of skin harmonics. You should, de- if you haven't checked them out, definitely check them out. I'll test them. I've already got that written down to check. I have so many. If you find a product that works really well for you, you know, that's what you should do. You should share it. And that's, that's what you're doing. You know, and retinol to high truly is a, is a faster, less irritating way for most people, especially if you're light complected. Um, and none of these retinol to is not going to hurt you if you're darker complected or a person of color, it's not going to, the things you got to stay away from there are the acids. Oh, like Kojic and hydroquinone, hydroquinone. uh, It can help when used correctly. The problem is it's one of those acids that you don't know. You don't patch test. You don't know. And it can leave a demarcation just like a skin peel could. So the darker complex you are, I don't advise trying to lighten your skin, but vitamin C serum, retinols, glycolic acid, lactic acid, which is made from milk, those are going to help brighten and even your complexion no matter what tone you are, and it's going to do it pretty safely. Oh, that's Uh, great. So, you know, so I help a lot of people. I get that question a lot. So that's good that this stuff came up. Um, 
because skin tone is where, you know, people don't want to trade one problem for another. Just like you don't want to create a lot of hyperpigmentation if you're light complected. You don't want to do that if you're dark complected. So these are all applicable. Skin is skin. <laughs> it really is. There are subtle differences between ethnicities and men and women, but skin functions the same on all of us. Well, Chris, where do we find you? All right. So YouTube, I usually steer people to the YouTube channel and then my blog first because the YouTube channel has all that content now, 464 videos. Oh so I actually God. saved in my videos now. You can type my name in in the YouTube search bar in any skin condition and a video pops up. Oh, nice. So I'm to that point now. Um on the channel, there are all those videos, uh, links in the video descriptions, and all of them of how to find me on social media, but it's easy. It's Chris Gibson Friends for Facebook um, and for Instagram for my personal stuff. And then the skincare blog is Skin So Fabulous. The Skin So Fabulous, it'll come right up number one on Google, and that's an interactive blog, kind of like a Facebook group, but not on Facebook, where you can actually send me questions. And I can answer them directly because you can't do that on YouTube. Um, you can do comments, but good Lord, with 180, I can't find them all. So I really try to suggest people go over there. People talk to each other. They find products for each other. It's really cool. Um, and we do big giveaways. So, and that's all driven on the blog. So lots of ways, you know, to find me. Um, but YouTube is the, right now is the centerpiece of where I do most of my work. Cool. Well, I'm so glad you came on. You'll have to come back. This was super fun. Yeah. I really enjoyed having you on. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's a lot to talk about. I know, right? <laughs> we didn't even get into celebrity skincare lines. <laughs> so it's a whole other podcast. Next time. Hi, it's Lisa Davis. Please don't skip this. Very important announcement. I will keep it brief. Talk Healthy Today is ending in the next two months or so. So you can come back, check the shows. But the good news is you can get all the same great content and even more at Health Power. Now, Health Power was formerly Naturally Savvy. Now it is called Health Power, and there are over a thousand episodes. So please go now or go when it's convenient, but don't forget, go where you get your podcasts, go find Health Power and hit subscribe. I really hope you'll come with me. I love this audience. I've heard from so many of you. I love what I've been doing here, and I'm going to just continue all this great work over at Health Power. Also, if you want more information, go to lisadavismph.com. Okay, thanks so much. Can't wait to see you over at Health Power.